uh, cousin Jared, the intro song music with the slides mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. for people to uh, read once a month. You know, it's not mm-hmm. meant for you to read it every day. Of course, uh, if you mm-hmm. want to listen to music and jam out, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of you know the deal, so you know, you just skip skip past it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is for the new person to make sure you know the drill mm-hmm. here. But you had a revelation about the intro music that. You wanted to make sure you should. Yeah. Every time that we play the intro music, I, I have to listen to the. We have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great and, song. And it's, it yeah. Have to, we, we get to listen to the whole thing. We get to, we get to listen to the whole thing. And now it just randomly plays in my head at all times. And I find mostly it's while I'm in the shower. Um, that's the number one song that is usually playing in my head. But, you know, you got to be listening to something when you're in the shower, I guess. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> We've got uh, a short slate here on Thursday. Do have a makeup double header. Uh, I think we just found out the pitchers on that here recently. Wasn't a huge edge on that one. So we did look at game one on that, but we do have one afternoon game for you here on Thursday. Wednesday, we got the A plus play of the day back writing that again. Made a few, I told, told the Discord this, made a few fine tuning adjustments to the model here the last day or two. Uh, nothing major, just kind of, you know, making sure all the knobs are turned in the right directions um, here uh, as to how it's interpreting the data, how it's coming up with the probabilities. Uh, like some of those changes. Uh, overall, about a break-even day on Wednesday for the show picks. Looks like with Jake, we're going to go one and two. Uh, Dodgers just not getting it done for us. But uh, I think you saw what we've long talked about. If you've been with us for a while, those first two games, you know, taking the plus odds and just saying, hey, these are both toss up type games. Let's take the plus odds. And we just missed out on the Twins, who were tied late, uh, had a chance to win it multiple times, couldn't quite did it, get it done, but the Reds got it done for us at plus odds. So that's the benefit of taking plus odds in these coin type situations. And we just, again, the, the Dodgers just let us down. Uh, Blake Snell continues to be befuddling to me i don't yeah quite yeah. understand he's 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 2023's tony gonsolin yeah, yeah yeah maybe not quite that extreme he's maybe the poor man's tony gonsolin which is a weird yeah. thing to say but yeah it makes sense in my head i don't know if you know. yes um yeah uh thursday i'm back at the mets 4 10 p.m eastern a pair of starters that we really like uh mm-hmm. here in Cody singa and Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly, yeah. Our boy Merrill Kelly, who we backed a lot, talked mm-hmm. him up a lot long, said he's been underrated. 316 ERA. Uh, guy who's just constantly out pitching his peripherals. Very good mm-hmm. grade from him. Cody Singa looks very similar. 307 ERA. Both these guys underlying metrics a tad higher, but I mean, they just keep getting the job done. They keep eating up innings. I mean, you, you just, you have to be very pleased with either one of these guys. If they're on your fantasy team, your dynasty team, your real team, you just have to love what they've done for you. A very pitcher friendly ballpark in New York, a nice day. Wind looks to be blowing in at five to 10 miles an hour. Uh, we're not going to talk about a side. We're going to talk about the total here. Model projects 7.5 because Jared, I was going through the list of games that have projected 7.5 or lower as of late. It's not a long list. The list tends to be games that have been either three to three going into extras. I'm thinking that weird Seattle, uh, Anaheim game the other day, today's Seattle Anaheim game. That was three, two. The last time we went under a, a total, I believe in San Diego and it was three to one. Um, the only times it seems to project a total this low are San Francisco, San Diego, oh, San Francisco, San Diego, uh, Seattle, 
or when it's two elite pitchers and the totals tend to go under it. So it's one of those things where when a model projects this low, unless it's like six and a half, you kind of just want to go under. That's what we're going to do here. Minus 105 mm-hmm. is not a bad price to pay for under seven and a half. Uh, two okay offenses. The only concern, the only fear is the Mets starting pitchers. I'm wondering if yeah. come morning time, we may also add a little bit to the first five under because just that way we yeah. were a little bit insured against in case the Mets bullpen messes this up for us. Otherwise, the under looks like a strong play here. Uh, yeah. Get away day on this one. Yeah, so the 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 way that we came about this was there is uh, according to sideline there's the slight edge on the Diamondbacks and I was thinking well I really hate to fade Singa you know it's just not something that I feel comfortable doing and that's when we had the revelation well the right place to go under seven and a half then for all of the reasons you just mentioned uh, um, plus we kind of got there ourselves by saying well n- neither one of these starting pitchers are people that we like to fade um, yeah I think another thing that you mentioned is very key here you mentioned both of these uh guys are pretty good at eating up innings and i'm counting on singa to eat up some innings to go under seven and a half based on what i see from this 120 from from the mets bullpen and so i know that's probably drug down by the back end of that bullpen but you know keep it close late keep some of those good uh arms in the bullpen in the game and uh yeah i think we can go under seven and a half both of these guys are averaging right around six innings a start against average offenses on a nice day that's not hot not overly humid you know sets up for these guys to potentially get seven innings i'm not saying well i'm not mm-hmm. saying necessarily take their pitcher props over anything i'm just saying mm-hmm. six innings is what you expect from these guys and the conditions are there for them to both get seven and if they're both getting six or seven making it where we just get the better pitchers in the bullpen that sets up for an under and again i kind of like that idea of the first the first five projection, according to Mall, is 3.9. So, I mean, I'm expecting this mm. to be four. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be happy to go under four, as long as we're not paying too crazy price in the juice. But I'd be going under four uh, for the first five, absolutely, in this one, as an additional bet in order to just kind of hopefully ca- – maybe push, but hopefully cash and have some of our money back in our pocket. And that way, uh, we're just you know holding our breath every time that yep. a Mets reliever pitches, basically. Yeah. Uh, 7.15. PM Eastern Rays at the Orioles. This is the Rays last chance. I assume really to make up some, some ground here in the AL East They're two yeah. games back. Uh, I don't know if they play the Orioles again, maybe one more time, but I mean, they're running out of chances here. They've been kind of somewhere between like two and four games back. It seems like for the last couple months now, and they just haven't mm-hmm. been able to quite get up. Kind of like what the Astros were doing with the Rangers. They finally got over the hump and took over. Uh, the mm-hmm. Rays had that lead for so long. Once they've relinquished it, the Orioles have just been in firm condition. Now the Orioles losing some of those guys in the back of their bullpen really matters. Uh, they're back in the bullpen, still rates well, still a 94. It's just the overall relievers, that depth really hurt with Bautista still out. Uh, but two good starters in this one, Aaron Savala and Kyle Brad. It should be a really good game. We still like the Rays offense a little bit more games in Baltimore. It should be a fantastic contest here. Uh, both Savali and Bradish, kind of similar to the pitcher we talked about in the last game. Eight innings at a pretty good rate here. Great ERAs. Underline metrics a little bit more down on them, but I mean, nothing wrong with these pitchers. Two more, two, just very good pitchers, just like the last game yeah. that we talked about. And so it's kind of a similar play here. We're going to go under eight and a half. Model says 7.7. Baltimore, of course, playing actually slightly pitcher friendly now. It's actually been more pitcher friendly than this, trying to figure out exactly how to park factor this one. It's a little more challenging because it's the first year we've had that fence up. That fence is way out there in left field, though, and it's tall mm-hmm. and it's like, Jets out to like 415 or something stupid out there in the power alley. Mm-hmm. That really changes the way that park plays. 
it's going to be a cool night. We're talking mid to low 60s, slight breeze blowing in, weather adjustment. I'm sure something that caught your eye. This yeah. just sets up to be a nice low scoring playoff atmosphere type game. Orioles take, you know, four games here. And you're talking about a situation where they've got a stranglehold on first place. Uh, yeah. So, so a big series here. Rays take three out of four. You know, man, it's going to be a dog. So, I mean, real big yep. series here. Playoff atmosphere should be a low scoring contest. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, no locks in gambling. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes weird things happen. But this sets up to be more likely to be low scoring than high scoring. Under eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I think it's a steal in this one. Because, uh, Jared, what do you got? Yep. Yep. Definitely agree with with everything that you said there. I'm I'm still a little bit like taken aback by seeing the Orioles 105 rating on, mm-hmm. on their relievers. How. Yeah. They yeah. used to have like the best top three in baseball and then Bautista got yep. hurt and it's just crazy how that number has just dropped. But I don't think it's going to matter in this game based on how well uh, these two starting pitchers have done and how deep they can go um, into the game. So, yeah, I completely agree with with everything you said. Uh, I really don't have anything to add to that. I think that, you know, yeah. both these starters are, are really good. It's going to be, like I said, a playoff atmosphere everybody kind of tightens down you know you're going to get your best high leverage guys out of the bullpen like you said the Rays are trying to chase them down in the standings every game every out isn't important in this series so I think they're going to play it like it like the playoffs their closer now the old setup guy uh, Cano mm-hmm. has not pitched in like a week last time he pitched he had mm-hmm. like 30 pitch he hasn't pitched in a long time so mm-hmm. he's Rocking and ready to go at this point. Yeah. It's been yeah. plenty of time. And yeah. uh, again, the back half of the world is still solid, but yeah, they just don't have a lot of depth. And obviously, Bautista yep. has just been so incredible. So that really matters. But uh, yep. Ray's bullpen still solid. And, and we've long talked about this thirst Ray's offense. That grade is up there. I, I You can't ignore what happened early in the season, but mm-hmm. you'd be a little bit foolish to not acknowledge that the offense hasn't looked quite as dangerous as it did in that first, you know, 70 games or yeah. whatever it was, 60 games. I don't know until they kind of cool off. And they've still been a good team since then. We talked about that with them yesterday when they were playing the Twins. They've still been a good team. It's not that they've been terrible. They still could score some runs. It's just not quite that same thing. And so, uh, you know, an offense that I, I think is good enough to hit a weaker pitcher, but uh, I've been really impressed with Kyle Braddish. He's a guy that yeah. was not on my radar at all this year for, you know, a pitcher who I thought was going to really carry any pitching staff. And mm-hmm. he's been fantastic. Um, yep. it's Savali, the same thing. I was not expecting anything from Savali. I mean, you, you got a pair of guys here that uh, really flew under the radar for a while this year until at some point you look up and you go, man, these guys are actually like not bad, you know, pretty yeah. good pitchers here. Uh, yep. The weather sets up for them. The park, again, a little bit pitcher friendly. So sets up for an under here and like I said, hope for a good playoff atmosphere and what should be a tightly contested contest and what should be a great four game series. Mm-hmm. Which takes us to our last game, 7.40 p.m. Eastern, Twins at the White Sox. Uh, The White Sox are just terrible. I don't think I'm breaking news with that. And so I know we've talked about the model kind of having a little bit of an affinity for the Twins. You know, I remember I did, like I said, I took a couple of little sliders on the model to try to help us maybe, you know, make sure we're looking at things properly. So I don't know if there's going to be quite that same Twins bias going forward. Uh, here, if you've if you've noticed that, I think at this point it's just the White Sox are terrible. I mean, that's really mm-hmm. just all there is to it. Um, <laughs> Jose Urena gets the start, and I don't know why. <laughs> that's it. I don't know why. I have nothing else. I have no idea why. Like you have to have a minor leaguer or a prospect or somebody that can eat this start. Like why is he the guy pitching eight forty six ERA in his twenty two innings, nine seventy one FIP? I mean, it's not like it's 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Gets a mm-hmm. 132 grade, like one of the literal worst pitchers in my database. Kitamaeda mm-hmm. has been just very meh. Probably not quite as bad as that 465 ERA, just run of the mill average. Hey, run of the mill average would be great against this White Sox team. This White Sox team is so terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Twins minus one is the play. It's a B grade at minus 147. We are just outside of the A grade price on the money line. The required A grade price is minus 167, as you can see on screen. The current price is minus 173. It'd be a B grade on the money line. On the run line, it's actually a little bit worse. The run line models it should be priced at minus 115. Everyone knows the White Sox are terrible. The current price is minus 117. So you're getting really no value on the run line part of this where we're adding in the run line, still holds it in as a B grade and kind of softens the edge a little bit, drops our price from minus 173 uh, to minus 147. But this is not a situation where the run line offers a ton of value. Not that the twins shouldn't win by more than one. It's just that it's priced really steep because everyone knows the White Sox are terrible. So they're making you pay the tax for it. I like the twins here. You got a couple different ways you can play this. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are the White Sox haven't won a series in over a month. And in the past three weeks, they have 11 combined losses to the A's, the Tigers, and the Royals. They mm. have been truly, truly bad as of, as mm. of recent. And this, twi- this Twins team is, is not truly, truly bad. And so, yeah, sign no. me up. Um, this is one of, like, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm going to play this on the money line or do like, like you allude to do some kind of combination there to get it to, to minus one. But like, if I just was forced to like play any game on a run line with a total below double digits, probably like this is the spot where you do it. I'm not going to do it. But if I had to pick a game, this would probably be the game that I would do that. I think the reason why the model is a little hesitant on the run line doesn't think there's great value is because we're looking at 60 degree temperatures and a slight breeze blowing in it's going to make it a little bit more of a run suppressed environment that's why otherwise absolutely but uh and i'm again i'm not saying the runs twitch should win by more than one in this game like that's just what we would all expect right that's what the model says that more than half the time they win by two or more uh that's the concern with it and that's the the value proposition you gotta look at but i'm with you absolutely like weather aside this is yeah. the spot where you're like, or you, or you play the alternate totals just for some fun action and you take a minus two and a half, minus three and a half at some massive plus odds and just be like, there's a chance this gets out of hand because how many White Sox teams have we seen get out of hand lately? Like, It's yeah. like Dylan Cease has actually been okay for him lately. He's pitched a little bit better here as of late. Mm-hmm. He got a win for us uh, in game one of the doubleheader, I believe, mm-hmm. yep. uh, against the Royals. But otherwise, it's just been a disaster for them, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I can't wait till the first five market comes out because with the 132 uh, starter yeah. for the White Sox there, I can't imagine that uh, we most likely would, wouldn't would be on the Twins. Most likely, we will be on the Twins in the first yes. five as well. You are correct. That is very likely the A-grade price for the first five money line is minus 141. For the twins, mm. so that's what we're hoping to get uh, a price like that. Uh, minus 153 gets a speed grade, minus 163 uh, is what the model says it should be. Model says that the twins win, uh, ties included, wins the first five 52% of the time. So uh, that's kind of what we're seeing there with that terrible. I, I get, I don't know why Jose Arena's pitching this game, yeah. but here we are. Yeah. Um, so yeah. twins, uh, our play here again, weird things happen in baseball, you never really know, but with the way the White Sox have been going, the twins still, you know playing hard i don't 
they don't need to win necessarily every game, but they need not screw it up, right? They, they've got yeah. a lead. They just need to hold on and keep doing it until they clinch. And so uh, yeah. they should be going out there all business-like still and uh, taking care of business against a very bad White Sox team. So Twins minus one, minus 147, a mm-hmm. B-grade pick. Uh, again, no pitcher prop for you today. It's late. Uh, Cousin Jared's still on location at, at college game day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not he's not at college game day, but uh, wherever yeah. he is, he's there. And yeah. uh, it's late, so we're not. I'm not trying to find a prop here. Limited options again on Thursday. Uh, uh, we'll come back with a prop here for you for Friday games. Otherwise, there's your recap on screen. But again, a lot of goodies over there at outlier.bet slash professor, NFL, mm-hmm. college football, MLB, team data, game data, side data, player props, all sorts of goodies. Otherwise, Cousin Jared, do you have any parting words for the viewer here for their Thursday baseball action? And make sure that you're sticking around the YouTube channel and look at all the content we've got now. We've got college football up for the week. We've got NFL up for the week, obviously baseball five days a week. So lots of good stuff right now. So make sure you're, you're catching all that content. Very well said. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of picks with the professor. Make sure you subscribe so you can get all the content. Cousin Jared was talking about got a bunch of that out there already this week, but until we see you again, as always, best of luck. And remember you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.